Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, everybody. You are now listening to the Overflow Podcast with Jay and Joaquin. All right, so what's going on? As you can see, uh, Joaquin is not with us for another week, and it's it's because of because of this epidemic, right? So he got the new position at Home Depot. Home Depot, they stay on top of all natural disasters. It's like at their headquarters. It's almost like um, I don't know if you've been there, Angel, but it's almost like yeah. like um, like the danger room in, in X Men. Yeah. <laughs> where you know they they check out everything that's going on so they can send help. It's not because they're in everybody's business, but it's so they can send help. They mobilize help for a lot of these things. So with us this week, we got a podcast regular um, and super producer. He does all the music for for the Overflow podcast and all the other podcasts that we have um, to come and <laughs> already here. Um, we got Angel. Angel, what's going on, man? What's up? What's up? Doing good, man. Is feel good to be here um i had a little bit of time off myself so i said hey i fill in there's no problem man let's just let's make it happen man <laughs> you know what every we all have time off now right because everybody is under under quarantine right we're all self-quarantined some of us are listening and following the rules and sadly some of us are not um like you know like working for the news i get all the numbers and it's bad. Like I just found out that U.S. the the United States, we keep climbing up, and as far as like the countries with the most, um, with the most cases. Yeah. And and, and it sucks, right? Because that's not a that's not a race that I want us to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But as of as of this morning, we um we passed Germany. Wow. As far as most case most as confirmed cases. Yeah. Uh, of this of this virus, right? Um, and I'm not saying that to scare anybody, right? Yeah. It's just it's just to give a sense of urgency that we need to do what we're told to do. We need to stay inside. We need to, you know, you want to eat with friends, son. Set up Facetime. Facetime. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you can Facetime with groups now, right? You can Facetime yeah. with groups. You could, you know, do a Skype a Skype meeting with a whole bunch of people. Right, and you know, all of you just set up your phones, right? Yeah. Set up your phones, yeah, and yeah, yeah. all of you eat together and talk smack or whatever. But like, you gotta stay inside. You gotta stay inside. It's crazy. It's crazy how I see how I see newscasts or interviews or whatever. Like, especially the young people. Like, I don't know what it is. The arrogance, like how they just like, oh, well, it's it's not killing people my age, so. Yeah. Like, what do I get? Right. I just want to the craziest the crazy thing is they can be a carrier. <laughs> yeah. Better yeah, look out for that. Like the the idea that it's not killing young people, twenties <clears throat> and thirties, is no longer viable. Right? It's not it's no longer real because <clears throat> there are like in Italy and Germany, there are twenty and thirty year olds that are in the hospital. Right, that are that are actually dying, and they're getting on, they're getting on social media like, hey, United States, 
don't be stupid. Like I was saying yeah. the same thing, and now I'm in the hospital. Yeah. Right. But you're right. Like they could be carriers, and like yo, my I'm sorry, New York. I was talking to my brother in New York yesterday, my brother Joe. And um, New York right now is the worst state in the entire country. Yeah. And yeah. they have more people, more cases than um than California and Washington combined. Wow. Right. Like it's super super bad right now, and um and we're not <laughs> we're, we're not. I'm pretty sure, like everybody who's done the the church at home, right? We're all doing church online right now. Um, and at, this episode is not going to be, you know, oh, stay inside, oh, let's be scared. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's just it's just to be aware, right? Just to be aware. Like we've been home. We only go out to take walks. Like as a family, walk around the neighborhood. We say hi to people from far away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, we actually, me and my wife is still going out to work. Um, I, we, I live here in Villa Rica, well, Temple, and she drives, what, eight minutes to work. So they haven't done none of that, you know, stay home stuff. And I have to drive to Powder Springs. Um, I can see, like, and we work in advance, so I can see how the tracking, like, how uh, less customers keep walking in. But since I run the commercial department, all the shops are still open. So wow. they still call in for parts and I have to be there. They cut 60 hours um, out of the whole store schedule. But like they were like, we're not cutting yours because we need you to, <laughs> you know, we need you to yeah. uh, service these these accounts. Um, but the restaurants are closing. They're just leaving the drive throughs open. Yeah. Um, I see that too. And um, we can still here in Tampa, we can go out and whatnot. But um, like before the day before yesterday, we had zero count of cases here in Carroll County. But that at that same day at seven o'clock at night, there was seven cases in Carrollton in the Antana Hospital. So, you know, yeah, one day, seven people. So we just, you know, whoever they were in contact with, hopefully nothing's, you know, more serious than that. But, um, yeah, it's something that is spreading around and. You just got to stay positive through all this. I mean, it's funny. I, I look outside because I see the, the big brightness is because I have this window yeah. right here. Yeah. And I'm looking outside because there are couples like that are the same thing, just walking around the neighborhood. Um, and I don't do it because I like to walk because I don't. <laughs> I think I don't. I'm not a hiker. I'm not a runner. But, right, like being stuck at home, you have to do something to keep the body active. Yeah. And then if you have kids, you got to do something to keep the kids active because they'll drive yeah. you crazy, right? They'll yeah. either drive you to drink or drive you to murder. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Nobody get drunk and kill your kids, right? That's not what I'm saying. No, no. But, <laughs> but like, I, we do that. We take them out of their bikes. We just walk around like four times around the neighborhood is two miles. Yeah, yeah. So. Right. We do that, and by that time, they're all hot and tired, right? So, um, so yeah, I mean, those are things. Mike and I, we're working from home. Okay. Working from home. The, the weird thing, or the interesting thing is that um, my best company is based out of California, <clears throat> and California's on lockdown. Oh, wow. Right? It's on lockdown. Only what they consider essential services are open still, so, like, Hospitals, pharmacies, 
But apparently, my dog works in lighting, and I guess that during a during a time of crisis, lighting is important. So yeah, they're seen as essential business, and they're staying open. Um, I just I just got texted by Junior that um, that Nashville is about to go on. Oh, okay, Junior in Nashville, yeah. Yeah, Nashville's about to go on lockdown too. Oh wow! Same thing, only essential services. I think um, I think that should happen here. Yeah, I think it really should happen in Florida. I think it should have happened in Florida a long time ago. I think it should have happened in New York City a long time ago because, you know, I'm from New York. You're from Jersey, so you know how yeah. how um, how congested with yeah. people like you New York is. Like I saw a picture of Times Square, probably it was completely empty. It looked like it looked fake. Wow. In like movie, I think I think um, you got it too. I think Kenito sent it in the group text. Yeah, he sent it. In the group. Like it was like it looked like a movie, like a fake apocalyptic movie, right? But I've never seen Times Square empty. Yeah. Never, never. I mean, the lat in August when I went to Times Square <clears throat> for the Yankees game with with Magda. I mean, we went shopping for clothes at like three in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, at three in the morning, it's like oh hey. Let's go to Times Square. Yeah, we went. We ate. We went. We went clothes shopping. H and M was still open. It's like five floors, but it was still open. It was full of people, right? It's like it's one of those crazy things. Battle. Um, the good news is that because I don't know, I don't know. Uh, hold on. You know they shut down Puerto Rico too, right? Oh yeah. I got yeah, I got my buddies texting me. I got a group chat with my buddies over there and he sent me a picture of how Sam's Club the line was maybe two, three blocks <laughs> like just lined up. Um, yeah, a coworker told me he went to Costco and he sent me a picture, it's like there was a line. My yeah, in laws so my in laws they're out in Poland. So uh we FaceTime them all the time. Like every weekend we FaceTime them. And they're like, well, you know, socialism prepared us for this. <laughs> right? Socialism prepared us for this, right? Because yeah. they go outside, like, you can only go outside for emergencies or essentials. Yeah. Only one can go to the store, right? Yeah, there's a, they only let, well, last week, they were only letting 20 people in the store at a time, and you had to stand online, and online you had to be three feet apart. And you could only buy, like, one of each item, right? So there's no hoarding, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, today, um, we spoke to them yesterday. So today in Poland, um, they have the cashiers and mm -hmm. clothes in like, in, like, bubbles. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because because people were getting afraid because the cashiers would have masks on, so they weren't sure if if they were infected or not. So now you go to the store out there in Poland because Poland shut the country down, mm -hmm. right? So everything is just the essential companies, the stores, pharmacies only, and nobody can go in or out if you're not Polish. Mm. Right, so if you're not Polish, you can't leave and you can't enter the country. Right, so no foreigners at all. Right, mm -hmm. so everybody in the in the in the south in the supermarkets and the pharmacies, all the cashiers, they're all in in like boxes, like containment. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. 
you got to go and you need a card to scan your card, right? You have to know what you're getting. You can't ask for help because nobody's there to help you, right? So, and again, only one thing. So one pineapple, right? Let's say like one pineapple, one bag of rice, one pack of toilet tissue, like, you know, just one item at a time. We can't. Yeah. And yeah, um, I, I'm worried because my mother-in-law, my mother-in-law is already sick. Yeah. Like she's already sick. Um, like she's always, she's like in and out of the hospital, arthritis, like respiratory stuff. So like, I'm afraid, I'm afraid for her. My father-in-law goes out, right? And when he comes in, he, um, he empties everything out, throws out the bags and he goes and he showers. Man, yeah. He just showers and he takes care of everything. Right, since yeah. he's the one that's outside, right, and he's still like Amano, like cleaning his uh-huh. stuff. Yeah, you know, to take care of to take care of his wife. Like it's um, it's a it's a real it's a real thing out there, and like in yeah. other countries, they're they're taking it a lot more serious than we are. Yeah, because over there in Puerto Rico, they um, when they they first did the shutdown um, after six p.m. and some of them were not taking it that serious. So when they were out there surfing, uh, <laughs> like the cops went and uh, that was it's kind of, kind of like that movie. Was it Point Break? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. The, like the cop is waiting for them, like in the coast. Like, yeah, let's wait for him to do that last wave. When he comes back, we gotta lock him up. We gotta, yeah, because they're not they're not yeah. listening. So, so then there was a couple of older people as well. They were just playing dominoes in the street, like we used to do when we were over there. And hey, y'all coming with us too. And then uh, the governor said, hey, um, it's not going to be till six no more. It's going to be an all day thing to stay inside. And when a, I guess when a Sam's Club or Walmart or whatnot, they open for business, you go do your thing, but you go back in. Yeah, you go out and don't talk to anybody. Magda went this morning. She went shopping at Walmart mm-hmm. and she went early, son. Like she went early, like at eight in the morning, hoping that like thinking there weren't going to be a lot of people. But she said there were too many people in there for her yeah. to feel comfortable. Because yeah. I told her, put a mask on, I put on gloves. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what I'm telling her now. Like, I told her this morning, get gloves, right? Because we got gloves for cleaning. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> get some gloves on and put on a mask, and you can go. If not, then I'll go. Right? Yeah. So, like, she went in super early. I stayed to, like, feed the kids and whatever. But it's, like, it's, it's bananas. She was like, there were too many people. Like nothing, right? Just yeah. out there buying or whatever, like nothing. Like, nah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I thank God if that they over here. Do it, I thank God that over here, this area, since I think us being close to Alabama, not having that much cases yet. Um, we went to ten, to Angles, uh, um, and it was easy. It was an easy breeze, and then. We went to Walmart yesterday to restock, and they just had pull out the pallet of um, toilet paper, and there was only two people. They grabbed one. Everybody, somebody else grabbed something. And Joanna, my wife, said, "Hey, we need one too." We grabbed one, and, and that was it. No craziness, no, no anything. So I think it also has yeah, to do my, with it, where, where the area you at. Yeah, my guy here said that um, the pro, the pro, the Walmart only lets you get two of each item. Okay. Yeah, because um, well, Cobb County was the second the in all of Georgia we had the second most confirmed cases right of all the counties. 
Now we're down to third, so woo! Say <laughs> <laughs> so it's not a race, but woo! <laughs> but Alabama, yeah, Alabama didn't get their first case to like earlier in the week. Yeah. There were no confirmed cases in Alabama. And um and like West Virginia. West Virginia got their first cases like I think this weekend or Thursday Thursday and Friday, right? For a long time, like the only clean the only clean area, the whole map. But um like enough about that. Enough about that. Yeah. Um so well not not really enough about that, because we are gonna have to talk on that. So um as you know, Angel, we we do um legacy nights, right? Yeah. So Legacy Nights, you, um, if you're still listening to our podcast, mm-hmm. uh, you know that's a, a monthly night of worship that we do yeah. at a local um, coffee shop here in Kennesaw that because of this, we haven't, we haven't been able to do. Well, we were moving. We were in the, yeah. we're in the, in the, in the middle of moving to a new, a new location. Um, but then as I as I signed the papers, as I signed the papers, I'm like, all right, yeah, we're gonna use this spot. Woohoo, it's just us. Um this happened. So yeah. we haven't been able to get together because you can't have more than 10 people. And it's funny, like legacy nights, depending on on the Monday, we can have anywhere from 10 to like 40 people. So, you know, still, and then it's young people. So I, I don't wanna be the guy to tell young people. Hey, you guys gotta stay indoors and come, <laughs> yeah. and come carriers. But by the way, on Monday we're gonna have legacy nights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we haven't been able to have anything. Um, but like I still reach out to all those kids, right? I still reach out to everybody that comes. I'm still their quote unquote um, I guess pastor. I don't like using that word because it's not it's it's a ministry, but it's not a church. Right. Oh, you know, spiritual leader. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's, there you go. That's better. Spiritual leader. And and they see me as such. Right. They see my goodness. Mm-hmm. All this all happened. Um, they will come to the house to hang out, or they will come to the house whenever they needed help or advice or prayer or counseling. Like this was still. I mean, they had their own churches, but I mean, whatever reason, God knows what He's doing, and they will yeah. come here. Right. And they would stay here, like even to watch movies, to come to dinner and stay in. These like two, three in the morning, or or even like sleep over, but um, you know because of the virus and because of social distancing and all that, um, there's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of fear, yeah. right? And and it's funny because growing up legalist, I was always told that uh, that a Christian can't have anxiety. A Christian can't be depressed. But yeah. uh, being healed from legalism, <laughs> yeah. from legalism, I, I know better now. Yeah. And and the reason, to me, my opinion, and the way I see this, is that the reason why so many young people have anxiety is because they um like the things that we were told aren't real, and we had to fight against, right? They are told, then they are. They were taught to like to dig into, right? So for us, oh, if you're scared of something, you gotta face it. Oh, if you if that bully is bothering you, then you gotta go and fight. And if he beats you up, then at least you face your bully, right? Mm-hmm. For them, it's like, oh, well, you know, well, why do you think? And you know, 
So there's a lot of questioning and doubts and fears behind all that. But I'm getting a lot of like questions and and a lot of concerns. And 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 then you know, social distancing does not mean you know um, live your life completely on social media. Yeah. And, and you go on social media, even on even by like Christian leaders, right? There's a lot of disinformation, right? There's a lot of fear mongering using using the Bible and Scripture. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I don't know if, you, if you've seen any of this, but, but I've seen so much of it. Now, now I just like I just like shut it all down. My mom sends me stuff, and at first I thought it was because she believed it, but she sends me stuff now, and she explained that it's more because, and she can't believe, like, she gets pissed. Like, oh, yeah. how, can they, how can they use that? These people that are saying that this is a sign that, that everybody's going to hell, that God is punishing you. Yeah. They don't read the Bible. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, my mom was still in New York, still going to that legalist church, and you know what I'm talking about without us mentioning names. Like, yeah. She probably would have been one of those people that believe that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, but um, but the one thing that I've been talking about a lot is, well, there are two things, but the the, the one thing that I'm going to talk about today, on oh, this episode, is that yes, yes, things are scary, right? Even for us Christians to try to deny the fact that things are scary and that they're worrisome. That um, no, we're lying. We're lying to ourselves. Like we can see yeah. all around us. You can't be stuck in a burning building talking about, oh, it's just fire. I'm a child of God. Nothing's gonna happen to me because you're an idiot, and <laughs> don't be identifying your body with your teeth um, <laughs> when the fire is out, <laughs> right? So, um, pero, pero, I'm getting a lot of a lot of questions. Like, you know, could this be the end? Right. Yeah. And if it is, then what can I do? Right. How can I be sure? I had somebody ask me if, um, why do I believe that Jesus actually like resurrected from the dead? Right. Um, I'm having pastors asking me, and it's funny because I always ask myself, like, why are you asking me? Um, pastors asking me, you know, should they really do online services? Right. Um, but the 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 craziest one is the craziest one is that we we as believers we tend to forget that the Bible says that that the sun shines for the just and the unjust right and rain falls on the righteous and the unrighteous right so with that being said taking a a line from 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 Joaquin what um. That means that that bad things happen to children of God and children who deny God, right? So the world right now, and it's the whole world, right? COVID-19 is impacting the entire globe. Um, it's not just, you know, something that's not in Europe or in China anymore, right? It's 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 everywhere. And and there's Always, Alexa. Thank you, Alexa. And there's always this thing. <laughs> she answered me. 
<laughs> Hi, Alexa. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> and there's always this thing of, of God, if your God is a just and loving God, then how can you let this happen? Yeah. Right? But, um, and, 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 and there's, there's a lot of this, right? But, um, I was out there, uh, having my conversations with God. It's always, it's, it's this thing that, um, yeah, bad things happen, right? But, um, but God will never abandon us. Uh, he will never leave us. He will never forsake us. And his love is everlasting. Yeah. Right. Love is everlasting. I was actually talking to a buddy of mine um, and he said, I'm, I'm not real big into prayer. I'm not real big into asking God for things. And I understand um, where he's coming from when he talks about asking God for things, because one thing that we were talking earlier um, is that um, the enemy and we know who the enemy is, um, is going to put in your mind that, hey, if you did not talk to God at all before, why you have to do it now? Right. Is yeah. it is it something legit? Or are you doing it because you're scared? And he said, Angel, I, what I started doing every night is before I go to bed, I just start asking God, God, when I wake up in the morning, can I see good news? And he says he wakes up and he sees two more deaths, uh, five more people with infected and you know one thing is uh i'm real big into bruce lee <laughs> i even got bruce lee sure right uh, i'm real big into bruce lee I, i'm obviously i'm big in the word and all that but a lot of times i read bruce lee's quotes and stuff and they they seem like proverbs <laughs> and and uh he says you know if one of his quotes say don't pray for pray for an easier life pray for strength to walk through it um right. And that's, that's one of the that, things I, that's one of the things he's like, that was that him or King Solomon. Um, <laughs> so, um, and, and it's true because in, I was telling him, I was like, there is a, the word talks about a peace that surpasses all understanding. Yes. And, and, um, if you're not seeking that peace, that only Jesus can give you that peace. Obviously you're going to keep waking up seeing these news and having that anxiety and, and feeling bad, having chest pains and headaches. And, and uh, I got to, it got to a point that I said, you will die of a heart attack before the coronavirus reaches to, reaches you because you're, you're expecting it. Yeah. I, I had to be kind of like real direct because that's some people just need that wake up talk, you know, yeah, like, straight. Going yeah. Crazy. You go, you slap them. Yeah, yeah, wake up. Like, you know, so <laughs> not that we're not that we're saying don't have faith or you know, not to or or have all the faith in the world and not be precautious. We're not saying that we're saying things are gonna happen. If you read scripture, it's saying things are gonna get worse. So all of this stuff should not be a surprise. That's why you see more some people that are in more in peace than others because they read it. Oh, this right. is happening. Yeah, we know. So we just got to get ready, man. And the only way we can get ready, we got to keep, you know, having our prayer uh, time or devotional time with the Lord. A lot of us, um, probably this is happening to you too, uh, Jay, that uh, you, you don't even, you're trying to explain why you keep waking up at 3, 3.30 in the morning, 4 in the morning, 
3.33 in the morning, 3.15. Like, why? Because your day is so busy. God is like, I need your attention now. Yeah. And, and you know, he speaks to you. And then you have to have that time to listen. Because sometimes we do our prayer and then we leave. And God's like, I was about to tell you something real nice. But you just left. So, yeah. you know, you start off. I know you're tired. And I'm going to be real honest. Sometimes I went to bed almost midnight because of a busy day. And at 3 o'clock in the morning, the Lord is like telling me it's time. And I'm going to be honest. I've turned around and grabbed my blanket. I'm like, not today, Lord. I'm sleepy. Like, and, and, you know, then in the morning, I'm like, I'm sorry, Lord, I did that. You had a message for me. Um, but most of the time I wake up and go in the living room. My kids are not around. Everything's quiet. And I have my devotional time with the Lord and I spend some time with him. So that's one of the ways of having that peace that surpasses all understanding um, if you stay stuck watching the news 24 seven, I am sorry <laughs> that you're not going to yeah. have peace at all. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And that's why <clears throat> I, I said in this time of, of social distancing, right? So it's, it's funny because, um, a lot of us live like this anyway, right? And our interactions like this anyway, yeah. right? So it should be easier for these people, right, to um, to be indoors and like not have a lot of interaction, right? It should be easier for for the basement gamer nerds, right, to, yeah. to thrive, right? It should be easier for the introverts, but there are there are some people out there who um, are super social, right, and um, and they need that as as a type of validation, right? Whether yeah. they're believers or not. <clears throat> and so maybe they struggle. But it's like I told this kid who was having <clears throat> a, a house church. Um, every Thursday, they would meet at his home. And I had to tell him, dude, like, you guys, like, you got to stop meeting. And he yeah. me, his response was, well, well, somebody that went to the house church, they were like, oh, well, we're young. We'll be okay. And I was like, hey, if you weren't in my house right now with that attitude, I would have snapped. I would have asked for forgiveness, <laughs> but I would have snapped. <laughs> right? yeah. That's the wrong attitude to take because, like you said, like, you could become arrogant. Right? Um, so when the CDC said no groups of 10 or more, this uh, 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 response to me was, oh, we're trying to, you know, do things of just five of us. And I'm like, no. Like, like, kill that completely. There's too much technology right now, right, for you to feel that you have to meet in person. Right? Yeah. It's too much technology, right? We have, again, FaceTime. We have Skype. We have Google Duo. I don't know about Duo, though. I don't know if you can have more than um, two people at a time. But on yeah, Skype, you can have multiple people, right? On Zoom, you can have multiple people. FaceTime now, multiple people. Right? You guys can still meet. Right, you can meet <laughs> through video. Yeah. Right, Zoom. I use Zoom to speak to the people I have like around the world, like Germany, of course, Poland, China. <laughs> yeah. Right. I use Zoom so that I can talk to all of them. Um, Juice uses Zoom to do services with um, with the young adult group that he passes over. Right? Yeah. It's too much technology, and I, I had to tell him. And then um, I was very happy to see that he didn't have it um, this week. But not only that, but like last night, he 
he posted on his Instagram, like, hey, guys, like, you have to stop going out. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This Georgia, like, triple with their numbers. You got to stop going out. Like, you're all carriers because you just want to have fun, right? So, and, 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 and for, for those of you that are fearful, right, um, I'm not going to be that guy and tell you, oh, you're, you're dumb for being afraid. You know, you got God, you can't be afraid. Um, yes, Jesus says, you know, fear not, right? Or do not be afraid. Like he tells us, right, yeah. not to be afraid, right? He tells us, like, you know, we get Timothy that says that, that, that in the book of Timothy, you know, he's not, he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, mm-hmm. but, a, but a spirit of power, love. And discipline, right? Mm-hmm. But but you can also see in the Bible that um, in moments of fear, believers receive like clarity of vision. Right? Yeah. Right? When moments of fear, when they were like super afraid, right? That's when they receive clarity of, of who God is, right? And the fact that God is their only help and their strong tower, right? David, in moments of fear, he leaned to God more, right? So yeah, it's it's not so much to not be afraid, but don't let the fear consume you. Allow the fear to make you seek God more. Allow the fear to have to use the fear to lean into the Holy Spirit more, so that the Holy Spirit could be what what He is, which is our counselor, right? Um, which is you know our connection to God right now. Yeah. Right? Um, and, and and what inspired all of this is on um, Romans 8, 37 and 39. Let me read it. It says, you know, knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us, right? So it's through God who loved us. For I am sure that neither <clears throat> death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, right? The present things that are happening around us, right? Or things to come, the future that is unknown to us, known only to God, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord, right? And 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 the best thing about God, besides everything, is that God does not change. You know, we had a, a an episode that spoke about the immutability of God, right? God does not change. So that means that his love for us also does not change, right? Yeah. In the midst of all of this craziness, right? In the midst of all of this craziness, um, if it makes you anxious, right? God is there in your anxiety, right? God is there in your anxiety. Let's, 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 let's be real. Let's be real Christian, right? And Jesus juke this epidemic, right? So, it, we, it, we let's say that that the epidemic is the storm, right? The epidemic is the storm, and the disciples were in the boat during the time of the storm, and we're all the disciples, right? They saw something in the middle of the storm, right? And they had to cry out, you know, Jesus, is that you? Because they didn't know, right? Yeah. They didn't know because all they saw was all they saw was the storm. Right? So the fear and the anxiety of being lost in the storm was greater than the hope they had in Jesus, that was who was among them. And 
they had to cry out, like, Lord, is it you? And he said, it is, yeah. right? So if the epidemic is your storm, they cry out to Jesus. Yeah. They cry out to Jesus and ask, you know, Jesus, like, God, are you here? Are you with me? Like, are you in this epidemic, right? Uh, can I lean on you? Can you, like, cast out all my anxiety, all my fear, all my doubt, all my whatever it is, right? And, and, and use this time to lean in on him, right? To, like, ask the Holy Spirit to walk closer. Because it's like you were telling me about your brother, how you, you were just telling me about your brother. You yeah. know, like, we, we tend to forget God um, during the good times and during the times where, where it's, we seemingly don't need him. But when, I'm going to use his words to quote him, right? But when the crap hits the fan, Right. That's when we all run to Jesus. And, you know, it's a tale as old as time. That's that's what yeah. we as humanity have always done. Right. That's what we as humanity have always done. We have always run to Jesus during times of fear, during times of trial. I saw this meme that made me laugh. It made me laugh. It should not have made me laugh, maybe, <clears throat> but it made me laugh. And it said, um, and it said the storm, what is it? Oh, like the, the rain is always funny until the door to the ark closes. Mm. Right? So it's like, so it's mm -hmm. like damn, yo. <laughs> but it's, it, it, it really should have made me laugh, but it made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, because of, because of the truth in that statement, right? So with this episode, right, we want you to know that scripture says that nothing can separate us from the love of God, right? No created thing, no, no anybody, this is not even angels. Um, and so this epidemic, this time that we're living in, you know, it'll, it'll, it's here now, but it'll pass, right? And if it doesn't pass, right, God remains faithful. Amen. God remains good. God remains love. And God's love for us is unchanging. It doesn't leave. It is not afraid of an epidemic. It's not afraid of a catastrophe. And it's for us. And it moves us. Right? And if anything, if anything, um, what's going on right now is an opportunity for us as believers to um, shine the light of God for Amen. those who have hope. Right? Amen. Now is a good time. I mean, we could be the hands and feet of Jesus, even if those hands are gloved, right? Even if those hands are gloved, yeah. right? we can still help our neighbor, right? A lot of uh, a lot of churches um, focus on on doing great things for other countries, while the homes next to the churches are falling apart and the people are going hungry, right? You can't do that now. Yeah. So now. Uh, and, a great opportunity for us as believers to reach out to the, to the non-believers in our circle. Non Even, you know what's crazy? Now that you're saying that, <clears throat> that churches tend to do great things uh, for other countries and then the neighborhoods kind of look, you know, uh, you know, they're held into another standard. Um, uh, it happens with us at home, with our family. Sometimes we're so busy in ministry that we talk about how we talk about sometimes legacy and we look at legacy like is that out out of our 
you know, our house thing. Like, uh, I got eight or nine or ten youth that follow me as long as they have a legacy and I can um, transmit or influence them in that legacy. But then there's a question, how about your kids, you know, at home? Are you taking more care spiritually the, uh, to the, you know, of the people out there versus how you talking to your your family, your household? Um, on Wednesday, I was off. Yeah. My wife was working. I was um, off. And I usually I take some time and I talk to them. I got a 13 year old and then um, boy, Nathan, and then I got a six year old, Maylee. And, you know, you always you always got the quiet one that listens. That's Nathan. But then you got the crazy six year old. Which is uh, Maylee, and she's over. She's over here raising her hand. I got something to say, and she was saying, "That's why Jesus loves us." And and she'll say some out of blue stuff. But <laughs> one, one was this is the thing. Um, it brought me to tears because I was talking to them about the virus, and she said, "I have something I want to say." I said, "Cool," because I've always taught taught them that don't let nobody underestimate your age. Um, there was right. a king in the Bible that was eight years old. <laughs> So I always yeah. tell them, don't, don't underestimate. And she really raised her hand. I said, what you want to, what's up, Maylee? What you want to say? And she started talking about the story of, and I always get their names wrong. Uh, is it uh, Meshach? Uh, uh, Abednego. Meshach and Abednego. Abednego, yeah. And Nebuchadnezzar. Um, they were thrown in, the, uh, in a furnace of fire. And she's like, with her little, you know, kitty voice, she's telling me the whole story. The thing is that, she says, and the two guys that throw the three men in the fire, they got burned because they did not have Jesus. And then when the king looked in the furnace, the king saw um, four people instead of three. And they saw the, uh, that fourth guy, the king said that he looked like the son of man. And like, we just got quiet. And Nathan says, that pretty much sums it up there. The moment he said that, I saw like families uh, of three, families of five, families of six, but it turned into families of four, families of, you know, and multiplied by one because I was seeing Jesus, the Son of God, inside of each and every one of our homes, protecting us from the fire that's been created by this virus uh, or the hurricanes that are happening in Puerto Rico, the earthquakes all the famines and all this stuff that's in scripture that Matthew 24 tells us that's going to happen. But in the midst of all of that, um, the king said, I'm going to raise this fire seven times more so you guys can get burned. But this is the key right here. One of them said, and you said this too, Jake, um, in the lines of this, he said, it does not matter if God does, if God does not come and deliver us, it does not matter. I'm still going to worship God. I'm not going to worship a fake God. And that's the mentality we got to have. Our mentality got to be, even if I don't want the virus, RJ, I don't want, none of nobody want to be scared. I don't either. But, but guess what? If it does happen, God is still God. God is still God. He's right. in control. So if there's anything that moves God in that throne and he starts doing what, you know, doing big things is that you tell them, God, you're in control of my life. Even if I get that, you still in control and I'm going to still worship you. And right. a lot, there's, that's the thing. Um, a lot of people are teaching in churches that, like you said, when you started the, this, this recording, you said that a lot of people are like, well, 
um, if you're scared, that means you don't, you, you're not a Christian or you don't have that much faith uh, and, and this and that. No, um, we, we can be precautious. We cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus. But if it still happens, just like that man said in that furnace, if it still happens, I'm going to worship the only true God, which is Jesus Christ. And, you know, just like that happened, he can heal you. <laughs> so, yeah. you know. Even if, right? Even if. Even if. And if he doesn't, right? And if he doesn't, like he's still God. Like if he doesn't, then. Um, what what happened in you, scripture? Did, what was did that? You won the race. What was the story? Well, you won the race. <laughs> what was what was the the um uh the guy? What kind of illness was that the guy had when he approached Jesus and said, "Do you want to heal me?" And he said, "Yes, I want to." What when was was it? The blind man in Spanish it says, "Si tú quieres," y él dice, "Yo quiero." Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it was um, blind Bartimaeus. But check this out, though. It when he said, "If you want to do it." Do it. And Jesus says, I want to. Remember that? There's nowhere mm -hmm. in scripture that Jesus says, what do you mean if I want to? You don't have faith? And start battling him up with not, not, not only that, not only that, but but like he didn't say, like his his attitude towards Jesus wasn't, you know, if you're really Jesus. Like he acknowledged Jesus who he was. Yeah. Right? And he even said it, if you want to heal me, but that didn't take away the fact that he was Jesus. It wasn't like, well, if you were really Jesus, then you would heal me or you yeah. could heal me. Right. So there's a there's a there's a position. There's a position of faith yeah. that he had, even though he couldn't see him, he couldn't see the Christ. But he still had a position of faith with him where it was, you know, he, there was an acknowledgement of who he was. There was a respect of his authority and there was still a yearning for something. Right. And, mm -hmm. and the love and compassion that Jesus had on him, of course, said, yes, I want to. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and turned out and healed him. And it's very important. Right. There, there has to be a, a, a hearts. Right. There will always be your the sovereignty of God. Yeah. Right? Like who God is and the fact that. Like you said with the, with with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? That important thing that stands out of what they said was, you know, we know that God will save us from all this, but <laughs> yeah. even if He doesn't, right? Yeah. Like, but even if He doesn't, I think that sometimes as believers, we um, we forget about the even if part, right? Mm -hmm. We forget about the even if. We 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 tend to and we and we forget about you know if you want to. Right. It's more about, you know, well, you're God. You should. Yeah. Right. You're God. Yeah. You have yeah. to. Right? Yeah. But but the heart, the, the heart position of, of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego is what we should all copy, right? We know that he can, but even if he doesn't, right? Even if he doesn't, he remains God. Right? Was he it remains. wasn't that the same mentality Abraham had that he told he told his people. Me and my son will go up in the mountain and we're going to go worship. But then we're coming back down. Right. That's that level of faith. We're, he said, we are coming back down. And this is after God told him, sacrifice your son. Mm -hmm. He said, we're coming back down. Mm -hmm. that, so in his mind, even if he didn't say it, in his mind, in his heart, he's, he's like, 
even if I had to sacrifice my son, God is still God. Right. Dude, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we, we have to have that, so, that mentality, yeah. We, we have to have that mentality and that, and that heart position to always recognize God's sovereignty, always acknowledge the fact that even if the world is on fire around us, right, he remains to be our God. He remains to be our hope, Amen. right? He remains to be our strength, right? God remains faithful always. Like he can't go against himself, right? He remains faithful. He, um, it's an attribute that he cannot deny. In the same way, we cannot deny who we are. He cannot deny who he is. And and there's something about that that should give us peace, right? It should give us peace, even when um, when things around us are trying to take our peace, right? And I was talking to um, Ray from Grateful Power and, um, about all this. I was checking in on him, and, and he said it, right? He said it, like, you know, like he feels bad for people who don't believe in God, right? Because they don't have the peace of knowing that he's our hope or that he is their hope, right? Yeah. So that's, and, and going back, that's why I said that this is an opportunity for us to be out there because not everybody that we're friends with are believers, yeah. right? Let's be real, right? But this is a time where you can take your light out from under the bed, if that's where you have it, right? Yeah. And, and let it shine. Amen. Be positive. Yeah. Let it shine through our, our interactions, right? Through our social distancing, we can still help our neighbors, right? Right next to us, right? Like our neighbor next door, they just had a baby. So <laughs> we leased up at the door and then we read the doorbell, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, you know, in case they need anything, we let it like we let them know that if they need anything, just let us know. Um, you can drop things off if you know that there's a family in need, right? We mm -hmm. know that there are kids that the only food they eat is the free lunch at school, right? And I see a lot of ministries and a lot of churches that are that are doing things about that, right? Yeah. We can actually pray for somebody that we know that that suffers from like really bad anxiety. Like, what do we need? When the Bible says, when God tells us to be anxious to nothing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, so take this time now as you listen to Angel and I, Angel. Thanks again for mm -hmm. saying yes mm -hmm. and helping me out. Uh, hoping that um, things at Joaquin's job will, mm -hmm. yeah, will slow down a little or allow him to breathe a little so he can be back. Um, but, yeah, there's one more thing. There's one more thing that we talked about earlier, a Bible verse. I know we got to leave, but um, Second uh, Timothy one seven, you mentioned mentioned it. Uh, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardness or fear, but He has given us a spirit of power, of love, and of sound judgment and personal discipline, ability abilities that result in calm, well balanced mind and self control. A lot of churches, a lot of people, we, we, including myself, we preached about the power of God, the love of God, don't have fear. But when it comes to preaching about being a well-balanced mind, 
that's that's the main thing we need today. Um, at work, I've had the customers, Christians and non-Christians, go from one extreme to another. I've had the, yeah. the customer that says, I do not believe in what's going on. I'm out. And they cuss and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe in that. Beep. And then, you know, <laughs> and I'm over here with the hand sanitizer. Let me, you know, trying to be nice. Hey, man, get a shot of this. I know everybody don't have this. We got it. I don't believe in that. We had a, a, another person that came in and said, when I go home, I strip down. I strip down and then I take a bath and and then we had this Christian lady that said, as long as you're prayed up, you're okay. You know, you have to take precautions. So a self, a, a well-balanced mind and self-control is like you having all the knowledge in the word. I can, look, I can, I can know, I can memorize the Bible and be great. But if I'm talking to Jay and Jay wants to vent out, because he's feeling some type of way, uh, anxiety, example, or whatnot. You know what? We know what a well balanced mind does. He sits down and listens. Right. He does. He does not try to let me remember this Bible verse where I can answer Jay about Jay ain't asking me nothing. He just right. wants me. He wants me to listen. So there's times right now of anxiety that people just want to vent out. And if you have a well-balanced mind and you have self-control, even if you have the power of God, even if you have the love of God, even if you're fired up with the Holy Spirit, guess what a well-balanced mind does? Sits down and the Holy Spirit says, he just wants you to listen. And yeah. there's going to be a time when you're going to speak. If we're not well-balanced, like this verse says, 2 Timothy 1.7, if we're not well-balanced, everybody's are either going to be super uh religious god god has covered don't worry about anything else or we can go to a whole nother extreme this is the end brother we're done we're done <laughs> you know let, let's have a let's if there's something i want us to pray about after you guys listen to this and i know pastor jay can agree let's pray for a well-balanced and self-controlled mind yes and when we do that we have that peace that uh, surpasses all understanding, God is going to start guiding you. God is going to be like, yes, you know, turn left, turn right, read scripture. You know, everybody has said this before. It's kind of cheesy. The Bible is our GPS, but it's true. It's direction. You know, it is. Um, basic instructions. Yeah, basic instructions. So that's all I had to say there at the end, man. Just let's try to have a well-balanced mind. And, um, it was funny as I told, and I'm sorry, I keep talking. I told my pastor, I said, pastor, I know I've been in church since I was five years old and I know you're younger than me, but I'm going to tell you this. I need to be this, uh, discipled myself. And I said, I, I can have all the power in the world like Wolverine and X-Men, but if Wolverine does not have Xavier, he doesn't know how to really control the power that he has. So I need the Holy yeah. Spirit. I need people wow, around see. me to help. I know, you know, I need, I need the Holy Spirit more than anything. But I also need people filled with the Holy Spirit to help guide me. I have passion for the Lord, but without a well-balanced mind and the right people around me, I'm not, I'm not gonna know what to do with that power. It's important, right? That really is important. So, you know, stay connected, right? Yeah. Stay connected. Stay connected to people. To, to 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 other believers that are also going through these th through this thing that you can help, but that can also help you out. Right? Stay connected. Stay in prayer for yourselves, your home, 
your family, and then stay in prayer for the world. Like I, I, I get in and I pray two times. Right? I pray for my family and my and the people that are directly connected to me, and then I have to, you know, go downstairs and be with that family, mm-hmm. and then um, come back and I pray for the world. Right? Yeah. I pray for because it's 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 not just us that are going through this and needing healing. The world is going through this. The world needs yeah. healing and the world needs Jesus. So yeah, that's great, you know, what yeah. Angel said, um, you know, about having a, a balanced mind, having, you know, being of sound mind and always finding equilibrium in things, right? Because in all his ways, God is perfect, right? Mm-hmm. In all his ways, God is perfect. So um, thanks for listening, Angel. Yo, yo. Thanks for helping me out. Yeah. Anytime, <laughs> anytime. Always be available whenever whenever we need you. Well, right? Pete, we and, miss um, you, man. We miss you. Yeah, we worry. <laughs> and um, if you're listening to this and, and this has helped you, right, um, send a link to somebody so it can help them. Use this as a tool, you know, and the tool belt you already have. But if you feel that you don't have anything, right, then feel free to, to, to send this something. Send, send a link to this podcast to someone to help them out, right? And, um, and if you have any questions or anything that you want to want anything that you just want to say that you're experiencing right now through this, right? Um, write us, write us, write us, write us, write us at info info at the oldfoldpodcast.com. Um, leave a comment on our social media pages, right? And either Angel, Joaquin, or myself uh, will answer you directly. Like we're not gonna give some Christianese or some churchies answer. You need prayer, write us on our social media and um and we'll add that to our prayer journals, to our to our to our prayer list. Right? We'll add you and your need and your anxieties, your fears, whatever it is that you have, right? Leave us comments, leave us let us know how we can be helping you through this time, wherever you are all over the world. Let us know how we can help be helping you and praying for you during this time because you know, we're one kingdom and we're one family. Right, we're one body in Christ. And you know, let's just let's help each other out, right? Amen. I'm still Jay. I'm still Angel. (laughs) With no wings. (laughs) Yeah. And you've been listening to the Overflow Podcast. Yeet. Thanks for listening. Remember to go to theoverflowpodcast.com to subscribe to the podcast on all streaming platforms and catch up on all the links of the week. And don't forget to follow our playlist on Spotify.